Joshua chapter 18, the tribes meet at Shiloh. The entire Israelite community assembled at Shiloh, and there they set up the tent of meeting. Though they had subdued the land, seven Israelite tribes had not been assigned their allotted land. So Joshua said to the Israelites, How long do you intend to put off occupying the land the Lord God of your ancestors gave you? Pick three men from each tribe. I will send them out to walk through the land and make a map of it for me. Divide it into seven regions. Josh, Judah will stay in its territory in the south and the family of Joseph in its territory in the north. But as for you, map out the land into seven regions and bring it to me. I will draw lots for you here before the Lord our God. But the Levites will not have an allotted portion among you, for their inheritance is to serve the Lord. Gad, Reuben and the half-tribe of Manasseh have already received their allotted land east of the Jordan, which Moses, the Lord's servant, assigned to them. When the Lord started out, Joshua told those going to map out the land, Go, walk through the land, map it out, and return to me. Then I will draw lots for you before the Lord here in Shiloh. The men journeyed through the land and mapped it and its cities out into seven regions on a scroll. Then they came to Joshua at the camp in Shiloh. Joshua drew lots for them in Shiloh before the Lord and divided the land among the Israelites according to their allotted portions. Benjamin's Tribal Land The first lot belonged to the tribe of Benjamin by its clan. Their allotted territory was between Judah and Joseph. Their northern border started at the Jordan, went up to the slope of Jericho on the north, ascended westward to the hill country and extended to the wilderness of Beth Avan. It then crossed from there to Luz, to the slope of Luz to the south, that is Bethel, and descended to Atara Adar, located on the hill that is south of Lower Beth Haran. It then turned on the west side southward from the hill near Beth Haran on the south and extended to Kiriath Baal, that is Kiriath Jerim, a city belonging to the tribe of Judah. This is the western border. The southern side started on the edge of Kiriath Jerim and extended westward to the spring of the waters of Nephtoah. The border then descended to the edge of the hill country near the valley of Ben Hinnom, located in the valley of the Rephites to the north. It descended through the valley of the Hinnom to the slope of the Jebusites to the south and then down to En-Rogel. It went northward, extending to En-Shemesh and Gelioth opposite the pass of Adumim and descended to the stone of Bohim, son of Reuben. It crossed to the slope in front of the Rift Valley to the north and descended into the Rift Valley. It then crossed to the slope of Beth Hogla to the north and ended at the northern tip of the Salt Sea, at the mouth of the Jordan River. This was the southern border. The Jordan River bordered it on the east. These were the borders of the land assigned to the tribe of Benjamin by its clans. These cities belonged to the tribe of Benjamin by its clans, Jericho, Beth Hogla, Emek Keziz, Beth Arba, Zemarim, Bethel, Avim, Perah, Opera, Kephar Amani, Opfami, and Geba, a total of twelve cities and their towns. Gibeon, Ramah, Beeruth, Mizpah, uh, Kethirah, Mozar, Rechem, Iapel, Terah, Zelah, Halifah, the Jebusite city, that is Jerusalem, 
Gibeath and Kiriath, a total of 14 cities and their towns. This was the land assigned to the tribe of Benjamin by its clans. Joshua chapter 19, Simeon's tribal lands. The second lot belonged to the tribe of Simeon by its clans. Their assigned land was in the middle of Judah's assigned land. Their assigned land included Beersheba, Muladar, Hazarah Shuel, Belar, Ezem, Etalad, Bethuel, Hormar, Ziklag, Beth, Markaboth, Hazar Suzar, Beth Laboath, and Sheroen, a total of 13 cities and their towns. Ein, Rimon, Ether, and Ashan, a total of four cities and their towns, as well as all the towns around these cities as far as Baleth Bia, Ramar of the Negev. This was the land assigned to the tribe of Simeon by its clans. Simeon's assigned land was taken from Judah's allotted portion, for Judah's territory was too large for them, so Simeon was assigned land with Judah. Zebulun's tribal lands. The third lot began to the tribe of Zebulun by its clans. The border of their territory extended to Sarid. Their border went up westward to Marilah and touched Debesheth and the valley near Jochneen. For Sarid it turned eastward to the territory of Kislor Tabor, extended to Dabarath, and went up to Japhia. From there it crossed eastward to Gath Hepha and Eth Kazin, and extended to Rimon, turning toward Nia. It then turned on the north to Hathanon, and extended at the valley of Iphael. Their territory included Qatar, Nahalil, Shimron, Idalah, and Bethlehem. In all, they had twelve cities and their towns. This was the land assigned to the tribe of Zebulun by its clans, including these cities and their towns. Issachar's tribal lands. The fourth lot belonged to the tribe of Issachar by its clans. Their assigned land included Jezreel, Keselah, Shunan, Hepharim, Shion, Anaharath, Rabith, Kishion, Ebez, Rameth, En-Ganim, En-Hadah, and Beth-Pazes. Their border touched Shabor, um, Shabethna, and Beth-Shemesh, and ended at the Jordan. They had 16 cities in their towns. This was the land assigned to the tribe of Issachar by its clans, including these cities and their towns. Asher's tribal lands. The fifth lot belonged to the tribe of Asher by its clan. Their territory included Helkath, Hali, Betan, Ashkaf, Alinamek, Amad, and Mishal. Their border touched Carmel to the west uh, and Shithath Labathna. It turned eastward toward Beth Dagon, touched Zebulon and the valley of Iphtha-El to the north, as well as Bethamek and Niel, and extended to Kabul in the north, and on to Ebron, Rahob, Hamon, and Cana, as far as Greater Sidon. It then turned toward Ramah, as far as the fortified city of Tyre, turned to Hosar, and ended at the sea near Hebel, Akshib, Umar, Afek, and Rahab. In all, they had 22 cities and their towns. This was the land assigned to the tribe of Asher by its clan, including these cities and their towns. Naphtali's tribal lands. The sixth land, 
uh, lot belonged to the tribe of Naphtali by its clans. Their border started at Helef, and the oak of Zaminim went to Adami Nekeb, Jabneel, and on to Lakum, and ended at the Jordan River. It turned westward to Ashnoth Tabor, extended from there to Hukok, touched Zebulon to the south, Asher to the west, and the Jordan on the east. The fortified cities included Zidim, Zer, Hamath, Kabath, Kinnereth, Abanar, Ramah, Hazor, Kidesh, Edrai, Enhazor, Yiron, Migdal El, Horem, Beth Anath, and Beth Shemesh. In all, they had 19 cities in their towns. This is the land assigned to the tribe of Naphtali by its clans, including these cities and towns. Dan's tribal lands. The seventh lot begone to the tribe of Dan by its clans. Their assigned land included Zora, Eshtoel, Ir Shemesh, Shalebin, Ajalon, Ithla, Elon, Timna Ekron, Eleketh, Gibethon, Balath, Jehun, Beni Berek, Gath Rimnon, the waters of Jarkon and Rakon, including the territory in front of Joppa. The Danites failed to conquer their territory, so they went up and fought with Leshem and captured it. They put the sword to it, took possession of it, and lived in it. They renamed it Dan after their ancestor. This is the land assigned to the tribe of Dan by its clans, including these cities and their towns. Joshua receives land. When they finished dividing the land into its regions, the Israelites gave Joshua, son of Nun, some land. As the Lord had instructed, they gave him the city he requested, Timnah-serah, in the Ephraimite hill country. He built up the city and lived in it. These are the land assignments that Eleazar the priest, Joshua son of Nun, and the Israelite tribal leaders made by drawing lots in Shiloh before the Lord at the entrance of the tent of meeting. So they finished dividing up the land. Joshua chapter 20. Israel designates city of refuge. The Lord instructed Joshua, Have the Israelites select the cities of refuge that I told you about through Moses. Anyone who accidentally kills someone can escape there. These cities will be a place of asylum from the avenger of blood. The one who committed manslaughter should escape to one of these cities, stand at the entrance of the city gate and present his case to the leader of that city. They should then bring him into the city, give him a place to stay and let him live there. When the avengers of blood come after him, they must not hand over to him the one who committed manslaughter, for he accidentally killed his fellow man without premeditation. He must remain in the city until his case is decided by the assembly and the high priest dies. Then the one who committed manslaughter may return home to the city from which he escaped. So they selected Kadesh in Galilee in the hill country of Naphtali, Shechem in the hill country of Ephraim, Kiriath Arba, that is Hebron, in the hill country of Judah. Beyond the Jordan to the east of Jericho, they selected Bezer, in the wilderness on the plain belonging to the tribe of Reuben, Ramoth in Gilead belonging to the tribe of Gad, and Golan in Bashan belonging to the tribe of Manasseh. These were the cities of refuge appointed for all the Israelites and for resident foreigners living among them. 
anyone who accidentally killed someone could escape there and not be executed by the Avenger of Blood, at least until his case was reviewed by the assembly. Joshua chapter 21, Levitical Cities. The tribal leaders of the Levites went before Eleazar the priest and Joshua son of Nun and the Israelite tribal leaders in Shiloh in the land of Canaan and said, The Lord told Moses to assign us cities in which to live along with the grazing areas for our cattle. So the Israelites assigned these cities and their grazing areas to the Levites from their own holdings as the Lord had instructed. The first lot belonged to the Kohathite clans. The Levites who were descended from Aaron the priest were allotted 13 cities from the tribes of Judah, Simeon and Benjamin. The rest of the Kohath's descendants were allotted 10 cities from the clans of the tribe of Ephraim and from the tribe of Dan and the half-tribe of Manasseh. Gershon's descendants were allotted 13 cities from the clans of the tribe of Issachar and from the tribes of Asher and Naphtali and the half-tribe of Manasseh in Bashan. Merai's descendants by the clans were allotted 12 cities from the tribes of Reuben, Gad and Zebulun. So the Israelites assigned to the Levites by lot these cities and their grazing areas as the Lord had instructed Moses. They assigned from the tribes of Judah and Simeon the cities listed below. They were assigned to the Kohathite clans of the Levites who were descendants of Aaron, for the first lot fell to them. They assigned them Kiriath Arba, Arba was the father of Anak, that is Hebron in the hill country of Judah, along with its surrounding glazing areas. Now the city's fields and surrounding towns they had assigned to Caleb, son of Jephunneh, as his property. So to the descendants of Aaron the priest they assigned Hebron, a city of refuge for one who committed manslaughter, Libnar, Jatir, Eshtemoa, Halon, Debir, Ein, Juta, and Beth Shemesh, along with the grazing areas of each, a total of nine cities taken from two tribes. From the tribe of Benjamin they assigned Gibeon, Geber, Anatoth, and Almon, along with the grazing areas of each, a total of four cities. The priest descended from Aaron received thirteen cities in their grazing areas. The rest of the Kohathite clans of the Levites were allotted cities from the tribe of Ephraim. They assigned them Shechem, a city of refuge for one who committed manslaughter, in the hill country of Ephraim, Gezer, Gibzion, Beth Haran, along with the grazing areas of each, a total of four cities. From the tribe of Dan they assigned El Tekar, Gibethon, Ijelon, and Gathrimon along with the grazing areas of each, a total of four cities. From the half-tribe of Manasseh they assigned Tanakh and Gath-Rimon, along with the grazing areas of each, a total of two cities. The rest of the Kohathite clans received ten cities and their grazing areas. They assigned to the Gershonite clans of the Levites the following cities. From the half-tribe of Manasseh, Golan in Basham, a city of refuge for one who committed manslaughter and Bishtarah, along with the grazing areas of each, a total of two cities. From the tribe of Issachar, Kishon and Dabarath, Jarmuth and Enganim, along with grazing areas of each, a total of four cities. 
from the tribe of Asher, Mishal, Abdon, Helkath, and Rahab, along with the grazing areas of each, a total of four cities. From the tribe of Naphtali, Kadesh in Galilee, a city of refuge for one who committed manslaughter, Hamoth-Dor and Kartan, along with the grazing areas of each, a total of three cities. The Gershonite clans received 13 cities in their grazing areas. They assigned to the Merorite clans, the remaining Levites, the following cities, from the tribe of Zebulon, Jochnin, Kartar, Dimnar, and Nahalal, along with the grazing areas of each, a total of four cities, from the tribe of Reuben, Bezer, Jahaz, Kedemoth, and Mephath, along with the grazing areas of each, a total of four cities, from the tribe of Gad, Ramoth in Gilead, a city of refuge for the one who committed manslaughter, Mahanim, Meshbon, and Jezer, along with the grazing areas of each, a total of four cities. The Merorite clans, the remaining Levites, were allotted twelve cities. The Levites received within the land owned by the Israelites 48 cities in all and their grazing areas. Each of these cities had grazing areas around it. They were alike in this regard. So the Lord gave Israel all the land he had solemnly promised to their ancestors, and they conquered it and lived in it. The Lord made them secure in fulfilment of all he had solemnly promised their ancestors. None of their enemies could resist them. The Lord handed all their enemies over to them. Not one of the Lord's faithful promises to the family of Israel was left unfulfilled. Every one was realised. Psalm 15, a psalm of David. Lord, who may be a guest in your home, who may live on your holy hill, who lives a blameless life, does what is right and speaks honestly. He does not slander or do harm to others or insult his neighbour. He despises a reprobate, but honours the Lord's loyal followers. He makes firm commitments and does not renege on his promise. He does not charge interest when he lends his money. He does not take bribes to testify against the innocent. The one who lives like this will never be shaken. Luke chapter 18, Prayer and the Parable of the Persistent Widow. Then Jesus told them a parable to show them they should always pray and not lose heart. He said, In a certain city there was a judge who neither feared God nor respected people. There was also a widow in that city who kept coming to him and saying, Give me justice against my adversary. For a while he refused, but later on he said to himself, Though I neither fear God nor have regard for people, yet because this widow keeps on bothering me, I will give her justice. Or in the end she will wear me out with her unending pleas. And the Lord said, Listen to what the unrighteous judge says. Won't God give justice to his chosen ones who cry out to him day and night? Will he delay long to help them? I tell you, he will give them justice speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? The Parable of the Pharisee and the Tax Collector Jesus also told this parable to some who were confident that they were righteous and looked down on everyone else. Two men went up to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee stood and prayed about himself like this, God, I thank you that I am not like other people, extortionists, unrighteous people, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. 
I fast twice a week. I give a tenth of everything I get. The tax collector, however, stood far off and would not even look up to heaven, but beat his breast and said, God be merciful on me, sinner that I am. I tell you that this man went down to his home justified rather than the Pharisee. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, but he who humbles himself will be exalted. Jesus and little children. Now people were even bringing their babies to him for him to touch. But when the disciples saw it, they began to scold those who brought them. But Jesus called for the children, saying, Let the little children come to me, and do not try to stop them, for the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. I tell you the truth, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God like a child will never enter it. The Wealthy Ruler Now a certain leader asked, Good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is good except God alone. You know the commandments. Do not commit adultery. Do not murder. Do not steal. Do not give false testimony. Honour your father and mother. The man replied, I have wholeheartedly obeyed all these laws since my youth. When Jesus heard this, he said to him, One thing you still lack. Sell all you have and give the money to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. But when the man heard this, he became very sad, for he was extremely wealthy. When Jesus noticed this, he said, How hard it is for the rich to enter the kingdom of God. In fact, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. Those who heard this said, Then who can be saved? He replied, What is impossible for mere humans is possible for God. And Peter said, Look, we have left everything we own to follow you. Then Jesus said to him, I tell you the truth, there is no one who has left home or wife or brothers or parents or children for the sake of God's kingdom who will not receive many times more in this age and the age to come, eternal life. Another prediction of Jesus' passion. Then Jesus took the twelve aside and said to them, Look, we are going up to Jerusalem and everything that is written about the Son of Man by the prophets will be accomplished. For he will be handed over to the Gentiles, he will be mocked, mistreated and spat on. They will flog him severely and kill him. Yet on the third day he will rise again. But the twelve understood none of these things. This saying was hidden from them, and they did not grasp what Jesus meant. Healing a blind man As Jesus approached Jericho, a blind man was sitting by the road begging. When he heard a crowd going by, he asked what was going on. They told him, Jesus, the Nazarene, is passing by. So he called out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And those who were in front scolded him to get him to be quiet. But he shouted even more, son of David, have mercy on me. So Jesus stopped and ordered the beggar to be brought to him. When the man came near Jesus, he asked him, what do you want me to do for you? He replied, Lord, let me see again. Jesus said to him, receive your sight. Your faith has healed you. And immediately he regained his sight and followed Jesus, praising God. When all the poor people saw it, they too gave praise to God.